Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with your truly Aaron Fenice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. I got a special guest, and you already know when it comes to guests, you know we be talking in word that controversial. So without further ado, let's get into it. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the lot on my plate, man, I have it all, but I always have faith. So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. Smile. Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better now Big to the point where I was just like, man, you know Because at one point she was really small She looked healthy She looked, she could move You know, it didn't look like she had any issues I mean, y'all probably laugh at this But it looked, like she, it looked like she probably went from having issues Even getting in the plane seat And so for me, I'm like It really does affect a man's uh, it's embarrassing for high value men if he has to. It looks like the woman doesn't really care about herself, and that and that and that's the way men see this. How how value men see it, and a lot of times the the men that women are saying, "Oh, they would accept me like this." That's not a high value man. He wants. I backed it. Yeah. So so, anyways, it was in that area, and and the, to bring this story to a close. I saw her going up and down, up and down. I would cheer home when she was up and then she down. But I realized that she was never going to live the lifestyle of health. So eventually she did just forget about trying to work out. And she found a guy, guess what? That guy was just as heavy as her. There's other people that went the opposite way that they actually found that and say, okay, this is me. I can, I don't have to work out every day, but in order to stay healthy, I'm going to work out three times a week. They don't got to be the same week. I found something that I enjoy doing that make me healthy, foods that I enjoy eating that are healthy. And I'm going to live this lifestyle because I want what comes from living this, this way physically. And then they find someone that's a high value man that take care of his body and do those things. So I am very happy for everybody that's out there that's saying, oh, you can't find a person that you, your lover without being a high value woman or man. That's not true. You're just not going to find a high value woman or man, but you can find somebody and be happy in that uh, relationship because both people probably have settled in one area or, or another, either in the health analysis. Uh, spiritually or mentally, educationally. When I say mentally, I mean educationally, being productive, business and stuff like that. So a lot of times, instead of striving so that that person can get the best per individual for themselves, a lot of people end up getting someone who is not a high value person, but they, but it doesn't mean that they can't find a relationship and somebody that will love them exactly how they decide to be. So I don't want to get that misconstrued in any kind of way that you cannot find a relationship if you're not a high value woman or man, but do not expect to, to gravitate and grab this and this, but you ain't that, you know, that's the one that, 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 that cleared it up right there. So just like you said, I'm the, I feel like the only people that get mad are the people who can't attain what that person wants. And what I mean by that, just like you said, 
You have to have non-negotiable. Whatever's on your non-negotiable list, don't budge off of it. And if another person has some non-negotiable that you know you yourself can't reach, don't try. It ain't a don't try from, yeah, you ain't going to make it. If it isn't a daily habit, y'all going to conflict real bad. And I can understand it. And And the reason I can agree with you, because again, I was in a marriage. Now, for you, it was the physical appearance. For me, it was financial because my head was on straight. I know that I'm climbing, climbing, climbing. I know that I want success. I want to be successful. I'm trying to create generational wealth for my babies. And ninjas are always talking about 50-50. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, sir. No. You may have 50-50 somewhere else. But I'm going to keep my hundred right. for myself if you ain't coming with a hundred yourself because we both need to be putting in equal. If you talking about 50 and you got less than me, then technically I ain't no 50, little baby. No, sir. Right. Anywho, that's not the point. The point is my non-negotiables now, again, I can't build nobody's son up because I'm already here. So I'm not mad at you for what you said because I'm not budging on my non-negotiables no more because they're not right. got a perfect example. A man will cheat. But as soon as you cheat, oh, out of here. Mm-hmm. They're going to die. Right. That's literally the same as a non-negotiable. You can't mm-hmm. be want something for me that you ain't willing to do yourself. Mm-hmm. Baby, it's a commitment issue here. And that's what it boils down to commitment in fitness, health, finances, mental, physical, and spiritual. You have to make those mental, physical, spiritual commitments already before you meet the person. Come on, God. Yep. Because you if you're not... you here. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That's why I say... I'm not mad at what you saying, and a lot of people will find that hard to swallow. Well, what you mean? You can't, you can't do it because I wasn't working out, baby. I said what I said. If 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 if, 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 if you got a problem, next, I'm telling you, you're not for me. And and as a woman, it's fitness for you, and it's financial goals for me. I can deal with a person who uh, I can say, okay, I see the vision because you don't have to have have the financial if you have the vision. And from a godly standpoint, if you in God, you shouldn't be the same place you was next year. And it's impossible. I say this because we live it by faith every day. If you say, mm-hmm. if you got the relationship that you say that you have with God, everything that you commit to in God and commit fully to him, that means, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with my finances. So I tithe that right there ensures my finances. Okay, God, I'm going to trust you with my family. So I'm going to stay true and committed in your word. So, you know, Outside forces are not a, a, a distraction to where I'm cheap. You see how you commit in those areas. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're not committing in those areas, I, I said what I said. Now, moving forward, you're right. Mm-hmm. Definitely right. Mm-hmm. So if it mm-hmm. ruffle feathers, baby, that means you need to pull up. And then we we talking about high value men and women here. So the spouse that you're looking for, the same things that you want. They out there. You cannot settle because the moment you decide to settle, then you cheat yourself out God's best. And that's so important to know when it comes to attracting an emotionally mature man or woman. If they haven't committed, baby, it only gets worse when you put it on paper. And, and also, I said it because I lived it. Go ahead, Drew. And also when you settle, uh, I agree with that. Also, when you settle, you're not the person that that person needs to give them the respect and the love that you're going to have to give to that person in that relationship. I agree. Uh, I agree. Because settle like a lack of respect, the level of respect that you need in a re- in an intimate, long-lasting relationship. Right. So you want to get into something long-lasting with somebody that you highly respect and Correct. you guys get to move 
forward in that way. But fellas, you heard it from them. We, we definitely, men, we definitely have to get ourselves together. You should not be talking about, hey, you're going to take a woman out if you really haven't gotten yourself together first. Like oh, yeah. literally, guys, yeah. and skips literally have to be able to take care of ourselves and some if we're going to. And this is not, this is my friend. I, she is not at all. I can vouch for it. Not someone that is just looking at money, money, money. It's not that, fellas. It is someone that is disciplined, a man that is disciplined. Hey, yes. Growing in a certain space and growing in a certain direction. And if you cannot make decisions to sustain yourself, then there's no way that you can make decisions in a healthy relationship and move a family forward uh, financially. Um, and my say this to me when I was younger, he's saying, Andrew, don't get with a woman unless you can support everything without her working, even if she's really good. Even if she wants to add to what you're doing, do not get into something serious unless you can support everyone. Come on. And that's all I'm saying. So that's why I say I'm not mad and you can't get mad. That brings it into perspective when it says, hey, I want this certain thing. No, because mm-hmm. I, I want a certain thing. I know how I want to be treated. And here's another perspective for me. And this is a transparent moment when walking in my masculine. That's what they call it. I've been walking in my masculine for a long time and I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. have to be a man. And, mm-hmm. and and hold on. Let me back it up. When I say be a man, mm-hmm. that means I don't like pumping my own gas. <laughs> right. I don't like right. cleaning out my own car. I don't like right. having to go outside in the hot heat and just play all the time with my boys because I have two boys. These are the things right. that males usually take care of if you had one in your right. home, you know, with you. It's a lot of right. manly things that I do because Ain't nobody coming to save me. I done got over there. Oh, my God. What was me? It, no, no. God is my help. So with that right. being said, I don't like these things, but I walk in them. So in order for me to feel emotionally protected, my core values and I, my non-negotiables are in place because this is what I require because I'm already doing everything a man would do for me anyway. So I need you to be bringing something else to the table. What can you give me that I'm not not already doing for myself? And I mean that in the most humblest way. Not a I'm an independent woman. I don't need no man because yes, I do. My man, my man, my man, where he at. But I don't need another child. I got two. Yeah, I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for nobody else when Mm -hmm. it comes to growing them up. At least if I'm going to grow with you, I want it to be on a level playing field to where I can help you build because we on the same level. Because like I said, when you with a person who's not on equal playing field, it only get worse for you because they start to take from you. And as a woman, it'll put you in a space to mentally disconnect and you won't be able to fully respect a man that Mm -hmm. isn't walking in his maximum or emotionally mature potential. Because if you paying the bills or you doing his job, you're going to disrespect him. And I'm Mm -hmm. a firm believer in if I'm going to let you lead me, I trust you enough to let you make decisions and I'll be right there beside you to back those decisions because you respect me enough to include me in on those decisions. It's not you just leading me by the nose because like I said, people get a misconstrued. Being married mm-hmm. is equal and some things right. men handle. And I mean, you'll just know because 
I don't know what else to say. Uh, unless you godly precepts, concepts, and you able to understand a man role and a woman role, Proverbs 31 woman. And in this case, what was that scripture? A first Corinthians 13, four through eight man. Like mm-hmm. you just know what a man is supposed to do when it comes to leading and providing. And that also the non-negotiables help you know, buying all of that together. But yeah, so if he not walking in his full masculine, you're going to disrespect him. And you ain't supposed to be disrespecting no man like that. Like, that you out of order. Just like mm-hmm. as a woman, certain things he can't tell you how to do. So when you do his job, that's a level of disrespect to me. And if I got to tell you how, how to do your job, I don't respect you anyway, because, yeah, I don't want no man. I got to tell you what to do, baby. I've been leading myself at this point. Lead me. Put me in my South Girl era. You said, what? Do what, honey? Raise your voice a little bit. <laughs> you desired it. Like, I ain't trying to, like, have no fight to where, you know, I'm telling you off and being toxic and saying disrespectful things, because these are things that I've experienced. When you have arguments in the emotionally mature relationship, it's an understanding and communication ordeal. Right. Even if you have to come back to it. Like, if I argue right. with you and I can't process what you're saying right now because I'm heated, I'm not right. going to take it out of order and disrespect you and disrespect your manhood. Right. No, that's very toxic. And it's a red flag for me. I don't want to talk to nobody to where we get to arguing the things that I trusted you with in secret. You mm-hmm. never spearing a back at me as a weapon. And that's for men right. and women, because I've been in relationship with guys that are very toxic like this. Yeah, let yeah. me let you go. And I leave them right where they stand. I'm emotionally right. sure and I'm not going for it. So, yeah, that's just that on <laughs> when it comes to the non-negotiables and why you don't need the budge. OK, we said right. what we said. Get you some non-negotiables right. and don't budge because they ain't. Women. Fe- they ain't. As you see. <laughs> She talking about this is two way mirror, meaning that she is only asking that these are non-negotiables. But on the other side, that man has a different set to for her of non-negotiables that is going to align with what he values. So this one person demanding something, and 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 the other person don't have any non-negotiable. We talking about two people who have their non-negotiables and and what are like the two, the, the things that is reasonable to say, hey, I got a non-negotiable. Right. Like for example, with, I cannot say, hey, my non-negotiable is, a, if I'm a high value man for A, B, and C, for physical fitness, um, for emotional maturity, but I don't, I'm not a, prov- a great provider for myself and can provide for the woman. That That's great. just not, that's delusional. If I think, hey, I want a woman that look like this in good physical fitness, mentally, meaning that she is productive with her time. She not just, when she talk with her friends, she not just talking about random, unnecessary stuff all the time. And then also she's emotionally mature where she can be upset, but then come to the point where we have a conversation and get somewhere in the future. I cannot say those are my non-negotiables if I'm not bringing high value things. So that's basically what we're talking about today, because as you was talking, my friend, I'm sure that some people might have 
tuned in and, and think and think, oh, with all these things and demands. No, they're 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 it's all, it's equal for you on the other side of the mirror as well. So right. and baby, listen, the one thing that I've learned, I don't make apologies for my non-negotiables. Either you up the par or you ain't. And work it out with Scott Diddy, baby. Because like I said, a person with nothing will help you lose everything. Been there, done that. Can you imagine you getting to your tip top and somebody do something to knock you? Samson and Delilah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Remember that? Knock that man yeah. clean off his pivot. Wasn't that? Th- right, right. We ain't going to get into right. that. But anyway, Samson and Delilah, that was the perfect example of why God be like, hey, date within your means. I told you not to go outside your means, which is the tribe of Israel. Your non-negotiable is what the foundational principles that God set for you. So I'm not apologizing for that. It's a safety net for me. And I do believe that the God ordained person for me and same for you, I will hope the person that God set aside for you, they are going to complement your purpose and your purpose. The things that you commit to your non-negotiables literally are all wrapped into one. It's a it's a bigger picture here. And if you're not committed, then we're going to bump heads. And like I said, a piece of paper does not make it any better. That's why if you don't back off them foundational principles and that's not to say like, OK, this is a fail proof plan. No, God is not a man that he should lie. And I'm a firm believe in it. So if you do about his plan and you and he see your heart and he see you doing the right thing, then the person that you're supposed to be divinely connected to will run into you, period. And you will just know. And I don't know how else to explain it. Just again, if you ain't got a relationship with God, some things won't make sense because you just ain't going to understand the spiritual aspect of thing. And that's the way I look at everything. All right, God, if I do it by your principles, then I'm bound to end up where I'm supposed to. And it's just me trusting in your principles. And that's just how I feel. So, yeah. But yeah, going back to it. So the things that I asked God for when it came to a starting point for what an emotional mature man was, he backed it up to First Corinthians 4 through 8. Just like, you know, the Proverbs woman, he gives you a defining moment for them. So he gave me a defining moment for me. So here it goes. And we've all heard this before. So not only did he say, when you was a child, you thought as a child, but when you became a man, you think different. But he also gives you guidelines of those principles and how those thought process changes. So here are the verses. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Love will last forever. So those are the guidelines and the thoughts to think about when thinking about an emotionally mature man in God. So yeah, that's your, your reference point. So when you think about it, you need to put your man in the place of love. If, baby, if the math ain't mathing, then you need to do some subtracting. And it's just that on that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we covered a lot of things. There are so many other things to talk about, but we on limited time. So with that being said, what are some things that, you know, you want to highlight as an emotionally mature man to other men to help them mature? Because I have a lot of males that listen. So what are some things that you would suggest to them? to help them, you know, in their stage, defining moments and just growing as a man? Well, number one, you know, uh, not in this direct order or anything, but for sure, when we're talking about emotions, your emotions and your, to be specific, your anger, 
is not for women and children to see. Now, most men would say, well, just don't get angry. But in life, you're going to have some situations or some issues or some things happening where you are going to be angry or upset. During those times, I think that we have to learn as men to learn how to take a walk, to learn how to excuse ourselves from the sight of women and children. Because once a woman or or a child sees you and your anger and your rage, you drop immediately drop in respect in their eyes. Right. So it is important, fellas, that we do not accept women that will not allow us to take a walk. You shouldn't be with a woman where you can't come back and, and talk. Like she's not emotionally mature enough to understand that you taking a walk is not just to get away from her. Because a lot of women think that, right, when a man want to take a, yeah. a walk, they stop him from taking a walk or something like that. But it is our job as men to explain to that woman that, hey, if we ever get real upset because I don't want to. Uh, be angry or because we don't get nowhere in the conversation or I don't want things to turn to an argument, I do take a walk. And that's something that I do. If I ever get to the point and I don't get angry a lot, but when a man does get angry, it doesn't mean you have to show it. It doesn't mean you have to yell. It doesn't mean you have to do these things. You can get angry and just realize that you're angry and then then make a emotionally mature decision that I am going to walk, take a walk because I'm angry. I can't accomplish anything. I can't talk to anybody. I can't even hear what's being said right now at this point. So I, I need to take a walk. I need to not come back until I've thought about it. And when you have a relationship with God, God, God be talking to you while you on that walk. He do. And if you come back, you realize, why was I even mad? Like the reason I was even mad was a selfish reason. And that's you know a godly I mean? man right there, for real. That's how you know you're, you're able, emotionally mature. Right. Now you're able to come back, fellas, and actually get somewhere with that woman while she's still holding your her respect for you in her hand. But if you do not do that, the respect will drop, 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 drop. It will really tarnish the relationship. And there's no way for you to be a high value man. You cannot first control your emotions. And so that first comes with just letting your heart, number one, be set in God first. Nothing, nobody or nothing should move your heart the way God can. And I'm talking about even when you get married, you cannot even, if God didn't say it, your, your wife needs to step, got to step aside for a second. Come on, God. You know, because you are following in Christ and that woman is in covenant with you. And she has this respect enough for you to be under you, not under you, but beside you, but under you as far hey. as, as, as far as protection, her, her physical protection, you know, you know, or if something pop off, you're not going to expect for her to go downstairs with the gun in the back. You're going to be the one going downstairs. <laughs> That's the one. You ain't lying. So mm-hmm. Just gaining that trust and respect with your, with your spouse is, is key. Number one, key. Because there, even, if, even in your finances, if things happen in life and you end up having a some rocky time, that woman will respect you so much that she'd be like, okay, I know he's going to get together. Things mm-hmm. happen. He'll start making excuses for you. And then you have to be like, oh, hey, no, no, yes. I don't want to sell. I, I'm, yes. I'm going to make sure that this is this handled. Don't work. You know, but if it that respect ain't there, when things start happening, it might be another story for you. Phil. Yeah. So those that are already yeah. high value men continue to grow, continue to practice these principles. And you will have that eventually, uh, if God said the same, 
have that high value woman. Now the reason now that brings me to my last and second point that I would leave the men with and the women. In the Bible is nowhere in God's promises. There's a there's a list of hundreds of promises in God's word. And for Christians, he never said that he's going to promise to bring your special spouse to you. Now you have a freedom. I know that might sound crazy, but let me explain. You might have a freedom to trust God for a spouse, but it is not in the listed promises of God. For instance, one of the listed promises of God that he'll finish the work in you that he started. That's a promise. That's in his word. That's 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 bottom line. It has nothing to do with situation or or situational. It has nothing to do with if you do this, then he'll do that. No, this is a promise that is in God's word. That's going to happen no matter what. Right. On the other hand, with relationships, we have the freedom as Christians to believe that God will supply eventually for us that spouse or that somebody that we've been waiting on. But it is not. <laughs> like so many people and Christians get this confused that, oh, because I'm a Christian, um, I might not even be meeting those standards or be even a healthy fit for a marriage. But for some reason, because I believe that I ask God to bring this to me, that it's a promise. No, no, no. If you are trusting God for that, that's one thing. But if you're saying, hey, I'm going to get that person because I'm for sure going to get it because God promised me this, life is not, because a lot of times people Especially when we're younger, we think that life is about a marriage or life is about marriage right. and kids. Those are things going in life. But when you look at Paul in the Bible, never married. He lived a Christ-filled life and he was never married. Now, that's super unpopular to this culture in this modern day era because a lot of people might be in this thing. Uh, I'm not saying this. I don't know who or, you know, but some people might be in this thing thinking if I be just follow these rules or be a Christian, then I ain't going to have no everything going to line up and get my spouse that I want. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you look at Paul's life in the Bible, it was a lot of um, suffering. and He suffered for, for Christ's glory. So life is about God's glory. It is not about you finding a spouse. So I know that it's like, what you saying, man? And you being discouraging? No, hopefully I'll be encouraging the people to set their heart on the, the first. And if the Lord have a spouse for you, then, or God say, hey, I'm going to send this person's spouse because they need it. Then that's his decision, you know? Right. Yeah, but at the same time, we have responsibility in that. And sometimes we act like we don't have a responsibility in who we choose because it's right. God's given the choice to choose who we want, who we want to make a spouse. Because at the end of the day, God's given us the freedom to choose. And He's given us, He's given us the wisdom that we need to choose well. You know what I mean? He's given us everything we need to make good decisions. And that's the thing. But that decision is still our decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's something that I wanted to, to like point out because. I know this is a Christian podcast and a lot of people might be waiting for their spouse. Uh, At the same time, I hope you do get that spouse that you want. Uh, However, first root your your heart and your life in who God is, in that intimate relationship with God. And watch how he makes it very easy to wait on who you need to wait on or whatever the case may be. So like I said, I'm not saying that, hey, you shouldn't wait. You should believe God for someone to come into your life. But I just think it's super important that our hearts are rooted. And the Bible says it. It says, you know, to put God first and everything else will be added. So that relationship is the very first relationship 
that I depend and look to and see. And, and my heart is always in God first. My heart is there. So if a spouse or somebody or a friend or somebody come along, I'll right. be able to put that person in the right position in my life. A lot of people, a lot of us don't know Christians and non-Christians. A lot of us know sometimes we worship literally getting that relationship or getting that financial position. When right. God said, hey, put me first, get intimate with me, learn who I am, learn how much I know about you because he knows those other desires that we have and that we what we might want in our lives. Yeah. I think the most important yeah. thing that he's trying to magnify, don't idolize it. And that's what God right. try to get you to. And the, the reason for that is so you know that your purpose outweighs everything that you have to do in life before anything. And I always say that in this podcast and I tell my friends that I don't care what you do, what you're going through. Your purpose comes before any and everything. The thing that God right. designed you for, that means it, and it's for God and it's in God. And literally, you have to put God before any and everything in your life. It don't matter if it's husband, wife, kids, grandma, mama. God comes first. And right. in this area or aspect is just like any other area. You have to put God before Otherwise, you idolize me. And that's the discipline that God is trying to get you to. Not that he's trying to make you wait. No, I have to develop your character first because I have a purpose for you. And if we, if you idolize the things below me, then you will right. never fully develop in purpose. And people's lives are connected to your purpose. If you were predestined already, that means everybody that you met past and present are literally coming right. in your life for a reason. And if you don't fully develop into purpose, that means their destiny and whatever that God had you to tell them won't come to fruition. And technically their blood is going to be on your hands. And so many people get wrapped up in relationships, jobs, finances to they put God on the back burner. No, I don't care what right. you're going through mentally, physically, or spiritually. God is supposed right. to come first and he'll correct all those things. They'll line up. Then say they won't get out of whack sometimes, but character right. development and being emotionally mature means that God is the author and finisher of my faith. And if right. you, you're not mature enough to handle the aspect, you don't trust God, then nothing is going to line up. You just going to put God to the side like he don't really love me. Like, no, I right. do love you. Like, I want to perfect everything that concerns you, but you got to believe right. it. So, yeah, thanks so much, Andrew, for being on. And I definitely am going to have him back because I'm pretty sure y'all got the question because y'all sure be asking me. That's why I said, come on, God, with the man, the man, the man. You can ask him right. and just actually get an actual peek inside of a man's mind. So thank you so much for coming on. Shout out your social right quick before we end this. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my social is experience underscore abroad 777 on Instagram and also Mountain Drew uh, that's M-O-U-N-T-A-I-N D-R-E-W 777 also on Instagram you can find me even uh, experience abroad on YouTube. You can find it on Twitter where I, I kind of share my experiences going around in different countries and here in China as well. Real life experience. I just share different things. So that's my social media. So y'all go follow my boy and maybe, maybe just maybe you might be the one, but that ain't why you follow him. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being able to just chop this up with you guys today. So. All right. Yeah. So love you guys so much in God and see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button 
for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode. Love you and God, babe.